everyone. Welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany Blackman. Welcome, welcome, everyone. It is so great talking to you today and coming to you wherever you are. If you're on a run, if you're in the car, if you're cleaning house, you're just vegging out. Welcome to my show. So if you've noticed my Instagram, my blog, my brand new blog, if you've noticed, you know I have a uh, a passion for fashion. There we go. That's it. Passion for fashion. So I recently came across this fabulous woman that is sitting next to me in the studio today. And um, I, I can't believe it, but I've met her one time, but I feel like we've been lifelong friends. So everyone, welcome to the show. Bonnie Smith with, okay, say your, say your handle. Shop with Bonnie. That's it. That's pretty simple. So shop with Bonnie. Welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. It is so exciting. Share my business, my love of style with everyone. And so. you do have a love. Go to her Instagram right now or after the show and take a look at your fabulous style. <laughs> and that's not everything. I mean, you've been doing this for quite some time, to say yes. the least. Now, you're not, of course, you're not, you're not the aged, but uh, you definitely <laughs> have been doing this for a while. So how we met, we met at an event um, in 2020, um, masked up, of course, mm -hmm. and um, at Prippy. So yes. Amy Lively introduced us, and I was connected to you right away. Yes. And um, you just told me all about your business. You were lovely and glowing and... I just, I guess we've known each other, gosh, what, six months probably? Yes, but what's funny is um, I was introduced to your Instagram profile from Liz Nelson. Oh, that's right, Liz. And, um, I mean, talk about fabulous. Oh, yes. She's just all, all of it. So mm -hmm. she sent me your profile. And so I'd actually been following you for quite a while. And then I actually met you at that Prippy event. And and. You're more fabulous in person oh, than even sweet. the pictures, honestly. Thank you. You just so have much. this cool energy about you, and I, you. I totally dig it. Thank you. And I, I, you know, at 56, it's like an uphill climb to That's find what that. That's you energy. always say. <laughs> Uphill climb, I'm telling you, it is, it is. And I do know now because I, Paul and I have always gone, okay, what age am I? Because when I started this, I was 53, 54, I'm so 56. But yes, so it is great to see you and great to have you, you in here. So you. let's go back. So you're from East Texas. I am, Tyler, Texas. Born and bred. Yeah, born and, born and raised till I was 18. And then <laughs> and you just, you got on out of there and came up to the I Metroplex, did. right? I did. So I left Tyler um, when I was 18 had a wonderful um, high school experience and just enjoyed every minute of that and was ready for college. So I left, moved to Arlington and enrolled in University of Texas Arlington for business. Right. So that was kind of my first step out. And, um, you know, it was a lot of fun, made a lot of friends. And I quickly decided that... The higher education was not really the path I wanted. Right. I, I was so eager to um, be an adult. And really? Earn money and mm -hmm. do something cool. And so I just chose to move into the workforce and find some full-time job and just see what happened. Really? Yeah. What year was that? Was that, that your first was, year? Or your that was 2000. Well... I was in college 2003 to 2005. Okay. So, so 2005, I, I went ahead and, and just right. went out on my own. Right. And you know, um, there's so much pressure. I have my daughter, Kennedy. She's 21 and she's a senior at TCU. I know. You know, and at the high school that she attended, at least, 
it was just expected. You mm-hmm. just go into the higher education. Mm-hmm. And of course she did. And that's what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm learning with a lot of my friends or some of my friends and, and, and colleagues, their kids have, there's something else. I mean, there's just like, okay, I have the education, I have high school education, so I'm not, I'm ready to do what you suggested to do right. and to go out into the workforce. And, yes. and you know what? At that point, you could, right? Yes, I could. And I, I did have a, a little bit of support from my family, you mm-hmm. know, financially, but not entirely. Right. I, I just knew, I felt the, the burning desire to just get going. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I did. And so in 2005, I got an opportunity to work for Neiman Marcus Fort Worth in the contemporary denim department of all places. <laughs> that's where they start you out at Neiman's is in the low the end. Right? Uh, not that it's low end, but you know what I'm right. saying. Like you're, you know, I sold designer jeans and juicy couture track suits oh, my all stars. day long. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun. I mean, I loved going to work every day. Um, I loved shaking it up with the cool ladies that worked there. And just, I was like a sponge absorbing beautiful quality designer things and learning what people love to wear. Right. And it was there that I figured out I'm obsessed with fashion, fashion. the trends, the movements, the um, ability to create a look for someone and um, see them look in the mirror and feel just uh, overwhelmed with confidence. Like that's where I discovered my gift. Right. And I mean, what a gift. Yes. I mean, so that's 2005. So mm-hmm. you mentioned the denim and the Juicy Couture. So is Juicy still around? Girl, yes. It, I mean, it, it's now called Pam and Gella. So, has, you know, is it really? Okay. So the label used to be Juicy Couture with love P&G. So mm-hmm. Pam and Gella were the original designers. Really? Um, they've since continued their brand. Um, out of California. And yeah, they, they, they just switched it up a little bit. Yes. It's mostly very casual, contemporary separates. Well, and remember, everyone had the juicy sweatpants with the juicy across the rear end. I uh, tell me about it. I mean, <laughs> I did. It's like, yeah. a, it was like, a, it was what? a, it was a, such a deal. It, right. A target on the back of my rear know, end in 2005. Right? I don't know where it was in 2005. <laughs> Wearing juicy for sure. No shame. No, no shame. shame. No shame, no, girl. No, I, I actually have a, a, a juicy cover up that it's, it, I mean, and I still love it. Poor still elastic just about had it because I've had a boob job and <laughs> deflated and then got another one. So since then, so kind yeah. of like giving ebb and yeah. flow with that. Only bit of goody. That's right. <laughs> so when you're at Neiman, so, oh my goodness. And y- a couple of things, you, you, your mentors were your grandmothers. Oh my gosh. I love that you just said that. Yes. <laughs> because I'm sure the client base in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. you might have an older, po- uh, an aging population. Is that true? Correct. Correct. Um, Yes, the the women that came to Neiman Marcus were generally um, a little bit more uh, higher in age mm-hmm. and really appreciated the class and the style that Neiman Marcus offered. But um, I I first discovered my love of fashion 
from my grandmothers. Both Tell of me them. that. Just... Girl. So one of my grandmothers, Mimi Shirley, she was the first woman I ever knew to turn a bedroom into a closet and put a lock on the door. Oh, not no. even joking. And so going to her house and seeing her beautiful things and seeing her um her personality in her clothing was just very obvious. Mm-hmm. And she had this little saying where she would, you would compliment what she would be wearing or something on her tablescape. And she would say, Neiman Marcus, no less. Oh, <laughs> and, and what, what, what irony, right? What crazy irony. So Mimi Shirley, um, I love that about her. And then my other grandmother, Nanny, her name is Linda. She worked many, many years as a receptionist for a very affluent oil and gas firm. And so her outfit was always on point. On point, right? She was the first thing you'd see walking into the office. And she was a working mother. And on her lunch hours, she shopped. She shopped. Every day. Oh, wow. I know. (laughs) She would hide shoes in the trunk Mm -hmm. and slowly creep them into the closet. And I mean, who who on what level has not felt that? Yes. 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 When when your husband (laughs) or significant other said, oh, is that new? No. No. For years I've had it. No. So um, so both of those ladies, I, I mean, I saw that early on, just their fun flair for fashion and shoes and accessories. And so, yes, I think that's probably where it originated. Now, were they in East Texas with you? Yes, they were. Okay, so traveling over to Dallas from Tyler. Yes. Okay, so that was an easy drive. It was a thing. That's right. You know what? So my mom and my home economics teacher, they would take us to Neiman Marcus Fortnite. Remember that? I've only heard stories of it. So Fortnite was where they celebrated different countries and different themes. And um, I mean, it was fabulous, no less. And we would make our hats. I love it. I mean, we couldn't afford. I was, I'm from a tiny town. I mean, set definitely low income, <laughs> but we would make our hats and love go. It. And it probably took, I mean, we probably had the popovers and the soup for, and that's it and left. Fine. <laughs> Just Fine. At, at the Neiman Marcus <laughs> Cafe. But I, that I is great it. memories, you know, Good and I did memories. it with my daughter too. Well, we all f- draw our fashion from somewhere or some inspiration and it Generally, my clients have something in common. They they inherited a little bit of the love from a mother or a grandmother mm-hmm. or an aunt or or someone in their life that showed them the beauty of fashion. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what, Bonnie? So when I graduated eighth grade, uh-huh. can you believe I graduated Girl, eighth grade? Please. So we <laughs> we had a graduation ceremony, and now I know small town. They you had eighth grade graduations because some people didn't go to high school. They worked on the farms, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. So my mother made my dress, uh, simplicity pattern, and every that's back in the day when it was. So this was eighty. Oh gosh, oh lordy, eighties. <laughs> ah. So um. Yo-yos were the shoe. Okay. It was a large, large wedge. Okay. And there was a hole in it, and it looked like a yo-yo could go through it. Love so it. it was called yo-yos. So I wanted a pair of yo-yos, and my mother's like, no, you're not going to be trashy like that. You're going to put on stiletto heels and walk across the stage like a classy woman. Bless her. Not that yo-yo. And I had some yo-yos after that. And I thought many times before I wore those yo-yos, you know, a lot of babysitting for that. So, but you know, fashion is what, and my mother instilled that in me, the class Mm -hmm. and the, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, after graduating college now, 
it was when Harold's was a, a big thing. You oh remember Harold's? Yes. Okay, I do. one uh, one item a month I could get. I could budget myself skincare, and I probably didn't eat, but had one item a month that I could per, I could add mm-hmm. to my wardrobe. So see how the and, yes, you know absolutely. when you when people some of my followers and listeners will say, okay. She works with Neiman Marcus. I can't afford Neiman Marcus. So let's talk about that. Let's do talk about that. Um, I am a huge advocate of um, look your best. I will say I, I do seek a lot of quality pieces for my clients. Mm-hmm. But I am no stranger to a budget. Mm-hmm. So if there is a certain spend level that you're happy with, um, I can suggest certain pieces to fill the gaps of your wardrobe. We don't have to be at Neiman Marcus. We can, um, you know, buy that fun statement coat from Zara. I've ordered uh, sweater dresses from Amazon the Drop for clients. I've looked through Dillard's sale racks for clients. Um, Bergdorf's Neiman's, yes, are fabulous, and they do offer the most current, beautiful quality fashion um, from our designers, but they're just one of many. I think it's no two clients are the same, so um, part of my process is getting to know what you're comfortable spending. So I'm suggesting the things that serve you best. Well, and I said, I saw on your caption, one of your caption, you said, um, trust me, designer accessories will make that basic white sundress come to life. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, even that Amazon t-shirt dress needs a good pair of Gucci, Gucci slides, right? Girl, yes. And you can, you can mix and match and you don't have yes. to have a Chanel bag and a Chanel dress. No, I'd like no. to, but well, we would all yeah. like to. So um, mixing his matches is, is, is well, okay. that's the times we're living in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have been known to wear my designer jeans with a cute Target tee and my really good handbag and and just some oversized sunglasses. It's it's really about finding the correct pieces that speak your personal style. Right. Where you find them makes no difference. Um, really, it just depends on how much quality do you want out of your piece? That determines where we go. Mm-hmm. But so take me back to 2005 when you were on, um, when you were working in Neiman's and, and you were in Denim. So where did you move from there? Where, which department, like what, which way is up? Okay. The way up was um, my success that I that I grew wow. there. So in just about two to three years time, um, I had developed this incredibly loyal clientele. I was serving women, um, you know, from their 20s to their 80s all over the store. I was getting to know them on a personal level and they would contact me prior to shopping. And I was to the point where I was setting up appointments and fitting room appointments and alterations and And it was, I was just running my own little personal business. Some days I would look up and not even notice what anybody else had been doing. Wow. I was so devoted to the beauty of, for my clients Mm -hmm. that I was striving for. And so that's where I felt, um, I need to do something that is purely me and only me. And so that's when I started Shop Hop, which was my first business. And that, created a whole new world for me to be able to go into someone's closet and to help them build a wardrobe they could be really confident with. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you when you when you started that, were you still at Neiman's? Were you doing both? Did you do dual or I did dual for about six months. Just I worked I worked at Neiman's five days a week and I worked my business two days a week. Mm-hmm. And I did that for about six months. No days off, girl. No. It was a lot. Right. Um no balance. <laughs> right, right, right. But not much of a personal life either. Mm-hmm. So um I quickly realized, um, you know, when you put the pen to paper at your revenue on mm-hmm. commissions versus charging by the hour, I really figured out how to make it work mm-hmm. and, and how to um, how to meet the needs that, uh, that I had for myself right. by just doing my business. So, wow. Um, and I successfully ran Shop Pop from 2008 until 2015. Eight to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Wow! And that is the personal shopping. Personal and shopping. Exa- and exactly what I'm doing now. Exactly. But that what was Bonnie one Okay. All right. So different phase of your life. Different, different phase of my life. Different priorities. Different approach. Mm-hmm. Um, it was successful in its own right and a beautiful learning experience. Right. I mean, being in my early twenties and an entrepreneur, and there was. You know, you you kind of tend to look at um, you kind of tend to look at the immediate gratification and not the long term range. Right. And so um, the beauty of that business is that I learned so much. I learned a lot about my clientele and their needs, and uh, my resources and retailers run so deep. I mean, I know people all over the country. Um, that give me access to designer products and beautiful things that my clients are looking for. Right. There's nothing I can't find. So, mm-hmm. except know, I try to get a dangerous. sweater that's sold out. Okay, I mean, I was stalking her for this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent her a direct message. Okay, so can you get this for me? And I, she didn't answer Maybe me. So I had a feeling. Yes, three months ago. Usually, is mad there. <laughs> but you know, and when I see. This is this is interesting because I'll see things I want so badly and I, I want to wait till it goes on sale because I'm I'm a sale girl. But um I'm not above that. I think I, that's excellent. See, I mean yeah, I always I, wait, but I miss it sometimes. It happens. That's the risk you take. That's uh, just the risk you take, but that's okay. I kind of feel like, okay. oh, it wasn't meant to be. I know. Yeah. You know, I usually wait like okay. twenty four hours and I stalk it and then my size is gone. But that's that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's why I need you for sure. Yeah. Okay, so you started this business, then you the phase of your life and we will talk about that. I'm going to get you back on here. But um, <laughs> the phase of your life, you then you went back to Neiman's, right? I did. Okay. Full-time? So after after concluding Shop Pop, I, I put it on the shelf and I really took some time to um, do my own thing. I traveled um, and then uh, went through some really major life changes, which mm-hmm. we'll discuss at, right. a, um, at a later time. I I found myself very eager to put structure back into my life. Mm-hmm. And being an entrepreneur, it's very self-driven. And when you lose that drive, it's up to you to integrate it back. And so the excitement of going back to work at Neiman's, they had a beautiful new store at Clear Fork. Oh, that's when you I were. reached out to them and said, I would like a job. Really? <laughs> they said, Let's go. So it was so exciting. So I started back to there in May of 2000. 
Hold on. Let me get my dates right. 2018. Oh, wow. May of 2018, I went back to work at Neiman's and it was the greatest thing for me. I absolutely enjoyed having a reason to get up and put the heels on and go and serve these beautiful clients and really get myself back into the business of styling and using my creativity again. And, um, you know, you don't use it, you lose it. You Mm -hmm. really, it's, it's important to stay plugged in. And Mm -hmm. so it was, um, it was a catalyst just into yet another chapter, which, which is kind of where I am right now, Mm -hmm. which is, um, shop with Bonnie. Bonnie 2.0. 2.0. Um, I mean, I've got 15 years, y'all. <laughs> I'm, I turned 36 uh, this March. So oh, yeah. I've got 15 years experience so dressing, dressing, um, and styling women mm-hmm. and a few men. Mm-hmm. But um, 15 years of knowledge of products and designers, and I've seen trends and where they're headed. And it's there's a lot of there's a lot of things to uh, offer a client. So when you went back, or when you went back in 2018, yeah. did you you didn't go back to denim? My bad. You where were you? Well, I mean, I went back to contemporary. That's you kind went of back to contemporary. It's more that's, fun. that's what you like. I'm not a formal kind of person, right? I mean, I can be, sure. if I have to be, you mm-hmm. know. But I'm really just I like to I like to keep it casual and mm-hmm. I like to keep it fun and. Um, you know, I'll take care of all the details on my end, but right. I want to make sure that it, I'm I'm always approachable to someone mm-hmm. and that I can always be your friend in fashion. And so I felt like contemporary was a great fit for me. So that's what I went back to. And I, I was there for two years until I got the itch again. <laughs> so. <laughs> the itch again. so in 2018, so you had, I bet you learned so much. Um, I have met this man one time, Ken Downing. Downing, I have met him one time in a fabulous, mm-hmm. what, oh, an icon. And he was senior VP yes. and he was fashion director at yes. Neiman's Marcus. Yes. I mean, I can't even imagine what you learned from that man. So much. I mean, I was really fortunate enough to talk with him during his visits to his the stores. Mm-hmm. And I attended a lot of events in Dallas during my shop pop time. And so um, being around him is, it's just a level of greatness that the way he sees fashion and the way a woman should wear fashion um, go hand in hand. It's just it's beautiful. So yes, I drew a lot of inspiration from him. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So 2018, we're creeping up on 2020. Yeah. So we were getting close to COVID. Yes. And of course, we all have to talk about this. Again, we, we've been saying since last March. Hey, so we're not going to talk about this hey. anymore. So the, <laughs> the store did close. The store did close. It did. Yes. And, and uh, it's back open now. It course. is beautifully. Um, uh, it, it did close in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. And... That was really tough. Were you there? You were I at the store. There. I was there. there. They you told me to store. go home and we don't know when you'll be back. Uh. But um, I was really fortunate that they kept me full time. You're joking. Oh I'm not gosh. even joking. <gasps> uh, with the clientele to serve, I became a digital stylist for wow. Newman's and um had access to the online server so that I could place orders. I could send um, curated shopping carts to people mm-hmm. while they're 
during their stay-at-home time. Mm-hmm. You know, Mother's Day was during that uh, stay-at-home sure. and um, making sure my clients, you know, their husbands were mm-hmm. were taking good, right. sweet care and, and time to to gift them and. So yes, it was it was a shock though because when you're used to loving and serving and styling and using your creativity when you have to stay home mm-hmm. and be separated from all your people right. it's depressing. Right. And, and you so, are on all day. So like, that is when I took to Instagram and you started really? you can actually go back to my Instagram on shop with Bonnie and see in March I posted the very first picture of me in my outfit that day and my boyfriend took it and mm-hmm. he was like, if you can't be in the store showing pictures of clothes and outfits, show your own. Right. It was his idea. And I was like, no, nobody wants to see what I'm doing. That's silly. I'm not a, I'm not a look at me, check me out kind of girl. Um, I love serving others, but man, it was the most creative outlet. So every other day I'd put on something fabulous and go take a picture and put it on the gram. And and it was a great way to engage with my clients who were at home with children or their husbands. And it was a great outlet of creativity for me. Mm-hmm. So and it worked. It worked. It worked. Yeah. So let's talk about your business, exactly mm-hmm. what you do do. Because um, I mentioned this because Nikki Ferris, mm-hmm. she helps me organize my life. And yes. I talked to you about her and she does the total yes. come in and declutter and do all that. And I loved that episode. Uh, oh, that yes. I loved it. She's she so has great. some great tips mm-hmm. on organization. But that's not what you do. No. You are a whole different ball game. So tell us, I was looking on your website of all the different things you do. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to jump ahead, but the travel pack for travel. Yes. Are you joking now? Okay. That's a, <laughs> it's a new level of laziness for me, but I cannot stand, I'm not sure which is worse, packing or unpacking. Both. But I mean, both. so tell us both. what you do. So <laughs> let's say um, someone on the show decides they need you in their life. So exactly what do you offer? We know you have great fashion sense and you still yes. do, I'm air quoting, work with Neiman Marcus, right? I do. I have a great partnership with Neiman Marcus, but it is it is not exclusive. So my the depth of my shopping and retailers is very, very broad. So they are just someone that I choose to love and support. Right. Um, but to answer your question, I will generally start with a client doing um, just a one-hour consultation to get to know you and to meet your closet. And meet your closet. Meet your closet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, I love my closet. I'm not lying. I, sometimes I'm more excited to meet the closet than I probably should be. <laughs> but um, I offer that complimentary to any woman that's looking to maximize her style and minimize her effort. That is at my absolute mission is to generate a higher level of style and to minimize your effort and your fatigue when you're putting together your own outfits every day. So um, during that consultation, we'll talk about how you have your closet laid out. We'll talk about where you shop, what you wear on a daily basis. I ask all these questions to get to know you and your lifestyle. And then what I'm going to do is kind of line out um, an order of services. You know, I recommend um, a closet clean out. I recommend a styling session. 
um, based on whatever your needs are. And then you can choose to uh, take that approach, you know, at your, on your own terms. Um, if you're not quite ready to part with things in your closet, fine. We'll skip to the, the styling sessions and we will create current fabulous looks from what you already own and, uh, and not worry about the organization just yet. So mm-hmm. um, I'll just lay out for you exactly what I suggest and then we go from there. Wow. Is yeah. there... I know that, okay, as of September of last year, maybe maybe it wasn't, mm-hmm. or maybe it's now, you've done how many? 32 closets? And yes. 32 it, closets. Fall 2020, I did 32 closets. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. I mean, just the same thing, went in, revamped. Mm-hmm. And I saw some of your flat lays, and if you're not familiar with what a flat lay is, can yes. you explain that okay, to Okay, so a flat lay is what I do when I'm creating um, a custom look for a client, it's going to include your top, uh, what kind of a jacket, and then it's going to have the pant, the shoe, the jewelry, a handbag. It's it's basically if you were to take your camera and hover over a little outfit glimpse, um, I will capture that look. And then from those, I will compile endless outfit photos for you in an iCloud shared album that we can look at together. So when you're walking in the closet and you need a little inspiration, you go to your phone, you go to Tiffany's closet that Mm -hmm. we've created, and then you just scroll through and pick your outfit for the day. And I tell you, when I say that's my, that is my absolute best service when when I see the results that it provides for my clients, it's incredible. Um, I love cleaning out a closet. I love getting organized. Bless your sweet friend who knows Nikki knows how to organize. Mm-hmm. I can do it, but it's not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. Creativity and maximizing your pieces for everyday looks is my gift, and so I can easily schedule um, a two to three hour session, put together. 20 to 25 looks. Wow. All, all photoed on my little white screen. Mm-mm. And um, for a little over $300, no, ma'am. you don't have to pick out your clothes for the month. And you know what, Bonnie? <laughs> when you just said that, I mean, um, and because everyone is going to ask, you know, the, yeah. the pricing and everything, and then you can, after your consult, it will know, but which we, which we can talk about during a consultation. C- certainly. Yeah. And, and, but that $300, could be spent poorly by buying things like it's so sporadic. You know Amen. what I mean? Amen. Like bad spending, bad, bad shopping. Spending. Yes. yes. Looks great on that influencer. It looks great on that model, but it's mm-hmm. not great for you. So you're, yes. that consulting service is incredible. I love that. And you're y'all listening to this because <laughs> she will come and look at your stuff in your house and yes. your closet. And I mean, I'm sure you all look fabulous, but make more fabulous, right? Absolutely. I mean, do we ever stop working on ourselves? I mean, no. we, we don't you and don't. we shouldn't. People know and you, don't. you know what? Your style that you had in your 20s mm-hmm. is different from it was 30s, different than after you've had children and you're in your 50s. Um, my eldest client is 92, y'all. You mentioned that. That is incredible. And she's every bit of fabulous. Oh, it's so And wonderful. generally spends a lot of time in a wheelchair. But, you know, she empowers herself with mm-hmm. a beautiful blouse or right. something that uplifts her day because, you know, 
there, if there's no secret, when you look good, you feel good. Yes, you do. And it exudes confidence mm-hmm. that you're able to share with the world. Right. And, you know, you're out. I always like to say, I like to meet that client and I like the outside to match the inside. Oh, that's fabulous. The outside to match the inside. Yes. That is a wonderful, wonderful it's, phrase. Yes. But it's so true. I mean, if you are incredibly conservative and, um, you know, we want to go with those understated, chic basics and a pretty structured handbag, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. If you are just extroverted and bubbly and very youthful and, you know, we go with bold, bright colors and we mix it with funky sneakers and mm-hmm. it's just no two women are the same. No. And that's the beauty of it is Thank that goodness. you possess a style that is completely unique to you and I just am there to help bring that out for you right. and to give you the resources um, that you need to pull those looks together. So your Instagram, um, go follow her because <laughs> I was looking again, I was doing my research slash stalking four o'clock this morning and um, you had on one of your captions and I'll go look at the photo, touch on the topic of mixing your pieces when styling an outfit. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you teach this when, when you come into our closet. So the power of three. Power of three. Do it. Tell us about that. The power of three, everyone. I mean, okay. Take note. When you look at an an Instagram influencer or if you see um, a photo in a magazine, that woman is generally wearing three pieces. And that third piece can be such a hero. And that can be a vest. That can be a jacket, a blazer a cardigan, uh, that third piece is almost like the beautiful frame on the artwork. I I mean, I'm all, I even have, um, you know, there's certain pieces we layer with in fall and winter, other pieces that we can consider layering in spring, summer. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it's absolutely amazing how you can look so basic and throw on that third piece and instantly look pulled together. It's amazing. It is. It it's is. incredible. It is. I mean, honestly, today, my dress is my dress. Mm-hmm. But when I throw on my wrap, bang. Done. I know. My wrap and my heels and my feet are getting so tired. But heels but those legs, are power though. and those I feel legs, confident. Yes. And then my wrap. It's the I know. thing. I so know. the power of three. Power of three. So then you talk about opposites attract. Now, Mm. I might have trouble with this one. So mm-hmm. go ahead and talk about opposite okay. attract. So I feel you can get the most interesting outfits by mixing opposites. And I do this in a way where I will put something incredibly girly with something incredibly edgy. Um, a feminine dress with a little combat boot. Wow. Or a silk blouse and a moto jacket. Hmm. Um, I'm trying something a little preppy with something a little boho. Mm-hmm. It almost it. I mean, if you notice a woman's outfit and you see something unexpected, it kind of makes you go like, huh, that's cool. Right. You know, it created something interesting mm-hmm. and and make it a little unexpected, um, you know, Put play with those textures as well. If you have, you know, opposing textures like um, a beautiful, like 
tweed jacket, you know, putting it with a silk or a, a pretty little cotton something, like changing up your fabric so that you don't look like just one solid fabric head to toe. I think that that adds dimension and creativity to a look. Right. You know, and I notice when I'm sh- when I'm shopping online or scrolling through, and I will think to myself, of course, I hear my mother, my my mother, bless, you know, rest in peace, <laughs> but she would say something like, who in the world would put those hunting boots with that beautiful, mm-hmm. um, that beautiful, beautiful silk dress. But you know what? I remember that silk dress because I remembered the boots with it. Now, I'm... I, I, that's out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I just started wearing a cute little knit dress with Gucci tennis shoes. So love it. I, mean, I love it. I mean, so hey, we both have that same yes, white Gucci we do. sneaker, we the Ace sneaker. Yes. I mean, it's walked a million miles, and it <laughs> goes with everything. Exactly, <laughs> it does. It does. Okay, this one I'm a firm believer. Please don't forget to accessorize. Is oh what my Bonnie gosh. says. So tell me, please, pe- if someone. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm ragging on someone, and I shouldn't do this. But I, maybe we're having a bad day. But you look fabulous. But you forgot your earrings. Maybe they have a lot of children or something. But yes, I mean, yes. I, okay, accessories matter. And and Tiffany, you do this beautifully. You can look to your Instagram and to your website, and you are not just a good outfit. You pay attention to details. And I do drive people crazy. I cannot express enough to my clients, friends, and and colleagues. Uh, It's all in the details, Mm -hmm. especially when you're spending intimate time with someone and you're out. You've got uh, little touches of uh, jewelry that reflect how you're feeling or that complement you know, today I'm wearing this bright, colorful blouse and this like studded blazer. It's a little extra. So I kind of tried to go with some delicate, you know, my diamond studs, right? little simple band rings and, you know, just to kind of um, pay respect to the outfit, but, but still it's not bare. Bare right. is no good. Right. No, I mean, unless you're on a deserted island or, you know, beaching <laughs> right. it up, like sure. it's like accessories are like the icing on your cake, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, really, um, there's, there's so many ways to build an outfit and you can even build your, your look based on your accessories or vice versa, mm-hmm. you know, definitely to compliment your outfit. Definitely. I yeah. love that. And again, this is just part of your captions on your Instagram. <laughs> so much to learn. I mean, I mean, so much knowledge. Okay. So here is my problem and you are going to meet my closet someday. Uh, and it's I fabulous. Wait. It's so fabulous. I know. I've heard stuffed. too much. It's stuffed <laughs> to the brim. I mean, I can't. Nikki said, okay, you don't need 20 white t-shirts, mm-hmm. all with pit stains. Okay. So <laughs> get rid of some white t-shirts. All right. So how do you know? I mean, how are you going to make me throw something away? Not throw something. And another thing Nikki said, you're gifting it to someone. That I love that so, she said that. It's said true. That great? So when I go through an edit with a client, um, a lot. Edit. Love that word. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're proper. So right. <laughs> Exactly. When I do a closet edit, I I take a one foot section and I I'm looking at it with a very different eye. I don't have a personal attachment Mm-mm. to it. I'm looking at it from a stylist point of view. Is it in good condition? Does it fit you properly? Can you style it more than just one way? Right. I just feel like 
with fashion nowadays, there one piece can serve you a, a casual look, or it can go out on a date night. Right. So uh, can it can it do things? Um, and but most importantly, does it reflect who you are and your lifestyle? Um, there was a time that I had a slew of party dresses and, you know, Vegas outfits. Right. And, and that was me in the moment and, and they all got used. <laughs> but then as we change and, and our lifestyles change, like there's no reason to hold on to, to the things that we're not wearing. Right. When, um, what with part of what I do in an edit is I create a consignment stack and a donation stack. Mm-hmm. And, and and they absolutely go. Part of my service includes me hauling your donations to wherever you like them to go, as well as I will take those things that need to be consigned and consign them for you and you get money back. That is incredible. I almost, yes. Some people, it pays for like a little bit of my time sure. because we've recycled things. Then you make room for more that serves you. I need consent. So I, I will a- absolutely not let you keep 20 white t-shirts with, with pit stains. <laughs> especially with pit stains. Yeah, especially, yes. Uh, and I have, I've done a good job. But you know, there's just, I mean, yeah. I, it's, it's amazing. I, I, I cannot and, wait. And clothes, are, clothes, honestly, are very replaceable. I'm, yes. I'm much less likely to, um, you know, take away a shoe or a bag that's still in good condition I'm more likely to say, okay, all these t-shirts that you've been rummaging through, then yes. Right. You know, I mean, let's, it's, let's it's, pare it down. Girl. I have got to, I, yeah. I do. You know, my, I, I've tried the whole, if you get something new, take it away. And I'm like, oh, because what happened one time, once upon a time. So we bleed purple. We all went to TCU, yes. my family. And, yes, um, I know this. <laughs> oh, the purple shoes, the purple patent shoes have a beautiful pair and I let them go. And I have regretted that since, well, I don't know if it was the 80s or what. And they weren't expensive. I couldn't afford. I mean, they weren't anything. Mm-hmm. They were not high-end shoes. But, but they worked they were a part of your lifestyle. They were. And I just like, oh, let it go. But, know. you know, that's a PTSD I can, I can do without. <laughs> but, you know, about that. So, um, so also ill-fitting clothes. So what do you think about, I, I, my size doesn't really change unless I was doing a competition for fitness. But what do you do with like people that this is too small. Is that just... A, a, okay. Is that just... You know what I mean? Good question. You're going to let it go? Very good question. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> um, I have clients from a size zero to 22. Okay. I style so many different body types. And what's really important is that you don't hold on to things that you know good and well you're not going to fit into. Right. Um, I'm perfectly fine with you having um, the size below mm-hmm. and the, maybe the size above just for a little wiggle room. And only if, and only if you invested some money in that piece, Right. that's when I'll say, let's keep it and, and let that stay. But um, it's really important to, to know what you, um, what fits you well Mm-hmm. And what flatters your body in a way that you feel confident. Right. Um, as women, I mean, we know what our best assets are. Mm-hmm. We want to draw attention to those. And we do that with the right clothing. 
you know, if you have a great waistline, we need to show it. Mm-hmm. You know, who's to say that 20 years from now, it's not that great and we don't want to show it 20 years from now. Right. So I think you got to, you know, work what you have. Mm-hmm. And so flattering the body is one thing. And then also finding those correct fits that make it look like the item was made for you. There's a huge element to alterations that I advise my clients on the length of your pant. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will absolutely alter any denim to hit right above my ankle bone because it works with all my shoes. Right. Um, I'll absolutely suggest getting something taken in just a little bit in the bust to make sure that it hits your curves just correctly and doesn't look like you borrowed your friend's dress. Right. You know, it needs to work for your body. And you have... Your your database of alteration fo- folks in your area, oh, yes. I'm sure. I oh, mean, I'll bring them right to your home to alter for you. Okay. Have a team. Wow. Resources incredible. are deep. <laughs> I bet they are after all these years, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So you're so sweet. I mean, you're just, you're fabulous. You're so sweet. Thank can you. you tell me no? Can you say no? That I doesn't can't. look good on you. Can, can you do that? You can? I can. <laughs> Really? I can. I can because that's um, my expertise uh, allows me to. Okay. Because I can. I'll tell somebody they look good and they look like. Well, there's a difference. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I don't have to do. Right. There's a difference. If my friend down, uh, you know, over here is asking, is this, I don't know. I'm a very honest person and I really especially to a client that right. is paying for my expertise and That's advice, true. I feel obligated to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I get a lot of questions. Am I too old for this mini skirt? And is this too tight? On Does this mm-hmm. make my butt look big? Like, I will absolutely tell you. And then we'll decide what to do from there. Right. You know, I want you to feel good and not question your look when you're out in public. I want you to know that it looks fabulous. And you're in the And you're not questioning. Yes. Right. Well, that's that's good because I honestly, I have a difficult time telling people that are in my life, sorry. (laughs) Yes, that looks fabulous. (laughs) No, it doesn't. I'm also incredibly non-judgmental, Tiffany. I... I I am not out to judge you. I'm not out to walk into your closet and, you know, get rid of everything and rewrite your whole style. Right. I mean, I have a lot of respect for what you've spent money on, the the wardrobe you've built. Um, I'm really just there to see the opportunities that we can create for you right. and, and to really, you know, up your game, mm-hmm. you know, um, I want you to feel like one of those Instagram models. Right. I want I want you to look at your outfits and look back in photos and just think like that is so me. Right. And um mm-hmm. and we all should feel that. Absolutely. And I love your consignment. I I need I really I do. I have mm-hmm. a box that if I open that box again and that's in my that's in my uh storage closet. I'd probably think to to take half the stuff out and put it back in my closet. I know you can't. I'm emotional (laughs) with that. So what do you think about the seasonal closet? Like um, we change, I change my, Mm -hmm. my closet Mm -hmm. um, from winter to Mm -hmm. fall, winter Mm -hmm. to spring, summer. You believe you're a believer, right? Well, I'm a believer in, yes, it all depends on your space. So, I mean, you go into one of these like tiny little, like, cottage homes or, you know, in a condo that has limited closet space, there may be a situation where I will separate your seasons 
and your main closet will contain things from just that season. And I will come and rotate those for you. Um, Every space is different. So I'll utilize to the best of my ability, what you have to work with that if you, that, that way you're able to touch and see all of your options um, from where you're standing in your closet. So talk to me about what COVID did to the fashion world. Did it freeze it or did it, because we're now in 2021 and um, as a new influencer, there was a lot of crickets around, um, oh, yes. you know, and I was I was young and, and you know, we'd grown exponentially, uh, exponentially during the, the COVID. But what happened and where are we? I know we're a different style, but. I mean, I pulled out my Poochie dress today because I'm like, I'm wearing it. You know what I'm saying? Because I haven't been able to wear it. Where am I going? (laughs) It's almost like any reason to dress up or on it. Exactly. Um, COVID changed the the landscape of retail in that we stopped going to the stores quite as much. We shopped online. We shopped through Instagram. Um, It also really, and I'm I'm giving... uh, this information straight from my client's mouth, it changed the way it changed the way that we purchased um, in the way we saw value. Because when you're not having to dress up and have a new outfit on for that next luncheon and that next event, you know, when you're not pushed to buy fashion, you know, do you really have a strong interest in it? So there were clients that I had that, that um, you know, just really pumped the brakes and said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not interested in, in mm-hmm. dressing up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I respect it. It's okay. Um, if it's not important to you and other things are, if health and wellness is going to be your game, go, go for it. Right. You know, do you. Mm-hmm. I think if COVID um, taught us anything, it's that. Right. Like, just... Do what's best for you and your family. But uh, the effect COVID had on fashion in our industry, um, it made our supply less. Really? So whereas um, a designer would put out X amount of this item, production was cut because sales were lower. Mm-hmm. Um, it also kind of reflected a more casual vibe. They, you know, fashion has done way uh, in advance, you know, right. almost a full year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I've already seen uh, what's coming out fall 21. Wow. I already know what's about to be projected. But but when COVID happened, it took all those plans and kind of tossed them out the window for a moment. And uh, designers were forced to go back to their core casual pieces and recut those ASAP and get them get them available, get them online. Uh, the knits, the loungewear, the activewear, right. um, casual shoes, and um, it. It, they they chose to pivot and they pivoted well, quickly so, too. Quickly too, and mm-hmm. that's something that I you know I've been studying street style for some years now mm-hmm. because it's just it's the it's the way that fashion has turned. You know, it's cool to wear hoodies. It's mm-hmm. fine to be casual. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my personal suit, right? But that's okay. It's not about me. Um, being casual equals being comfortable, and that's what everyone wants to achieve. 
uh, at different points in their lifestyle. So um, I think that 2020 taught us what is most important um, in your style, but then also here we are, we're moving forward. You can really take this time to figure out those pieces that will empower you and that will provide you with a lot of quality to your everyday life. Right. A beautiful new handbag, um, a great chic little booty to wear with the jeans you've had for years. You know, little pieces that still inject style, but fresh. Exactly. We all love a fresh new something and mm -hmm. it's a new year. So, right. you know, Absolutely. the time is now. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, from what I gather, online sales have just, well, you were virtual stylist. I so. was a virtual stylist. And People were shopping during quarantine. I think, I, I know. It's exactly. Okay. Exactly. It is it. okay. <laughs> it is okay. Okay. So I want to wrap this up with Tell us, and I, I'm catching you off guard here, but I have a feeling you know the answer pretty quickly. If my listener or followers want to know one piece, one thing to buy, I mean, one staple item to invest in, okay, this isn't $25.99, let's say an investment piece. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, my, my, through, through the year, my, um, in COVID, my thought process has changed on that. Mm -hmm. What would you say that one piece would be a for 2021? I would say that one piece is a beautiful handbag. Beautiful handbag. Okay. I feel like we all need to carry it. We all need to have, um, that statement piece. Part of me says like, yes, girl, you need that good black blazer mm -hmm. or you need that great fitting pair of jeans. But, um, Honestly, with whatever you're wearing, have a beautiful bag. It doesn't have to be thousands of dollars, mm -hmm. but it can have structure and it ha can have good hardware and it can um, be understated. But, you know, just something to add a, a piece of interest to whatever it is you're wearing, I would say. You know, you say that I, I love my bags and I, um, I have found myself during COVID... The, the things that you stick on the back of your phone for your credit cards. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm rolling my eyes because that's all I use sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, but no, I need, no, no, it's like my bag saying, don't leave the house, yeah. please. <laughs> but that has done a disservice, I think, because I'm all about the bag. I definitely I'm all about efficiency for sure. Yes, it is. But, but yes, I mean, in lieu of using the back of mm -hmm. your phone, Tiffany, you can yes. easily throw on a cute little crossbody. <laughs> Absolutely. And run all your errands. That's right. <laughs> and I'm going to do it now for sure. For sure. Well, you have been a delight. I can't Thank wait. You. I have a whole different show plan for you if you'll come back. And uh, so it's been excited. a pleasure getting to know you. And I'm so excited for everyone to follow you. Thank you. And your Bonnie 2.0. Bonnie 2.0. I yes. Love it. Message me, anyone. Um, shop with Bonnie on Instagram. And I'm trying to create your website. My website is shopwithbonnie.com. Okay. And you can, I'm trying to reach out on Facebook, but I tend to be an Instagram kind of girl. So, Yes. Yeah, well, it, this has great. been wonderful. That's great. Well, and it hasn't social media changed since you started your business in oh 2005. Gosh. I mean, yes. it's changed everything. Yes. So. Well, it's great to talk to you. Thank I can't you. wait to have you back. And everyone, please go to this podcast and rate <laughs> and review it and tell me what you want to hear and if it is indeed fabulous. And everyone, have a wonderful day. Get that bag. Just get the bag. And everyone, keep being fabulous.